Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Clark. Hello. Welcome to the show. Listen to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. This is what I was listening to this morning. I had somebody blowing up my phone saying, you're a huge Prince fan? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, have you heard this? It's an unreleased track uh, called Train. And it came out with it in 86. And uh, it's a shame he didn't release it. It was going to be on the Dream Factory album. But it's out now after he's dead and gone. Really, really good song. Again, you find it on YouTube. Train. Look up Train Prince. But my guest this evening is Diamond Tyler. Hey, Diamond. Oh, I'm I'm a fool. Oh, he's trying to cut my mic off already, man. What'd I do? Well, I was I thought I'm a pro and I turned on the wrong damn mic. <laughs> hey, Joey, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. It, um, it's gonna be fun because you have a lot going on. I do. I have a whole lot going on. No, you're it's the ridiculous. new jock on Jam's yep. Midday. New girl on the block. All yep, right. that's me. Um, I'm on after Ricky Smiley, so from nine to two, I'm there. Okay. Jams. Yeah, I've got a few folks who have messaged me to say they either listen to news talk or they listen to jam. Yeah. I mean, a few like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've heard you. They know who you are. Cool, cool, cool. And, uh, I mean, there's there's so many different angles we could go at this. Um, yeah. Now, you, let's start just home life. Born and raised, where are you from, all that. Okay, well, I grew up um, in Atlanta, in South Atlanta. I like to point that out because, you know, the girls from South Atlanta are like the dopest girls. You know, really? Just, yeah. We're not like, north, not east. No, north, we're north. like super cool. Okay. But I grew up in Atlanta um, to a single mother, me and my sister, and uh, we had a pretty good life. You know, uh, we had, their, I guess, your stereotypical single mother bringing you up and, you know, by herself. But we had a pretty good life, man. So, yeah, I've, I've always been able to express myself and be creative yeah. and do performing arts and all that good stuff. So, yeah, pretty so cool. That led you to kind of the radio broadcasting Absolutely, business? yeah. Um, growing up, like the radio, the local radio station in Atlanta, um, they would have like different contests. Um, and I can draw. Not a lot of people know, but I'm an artist as nice. well. Yeah, I got to get back to it. But um, my mom, she would enter me in contests with the radio station, and I was just always interactive with the radio station. So growing up, that was my thing. Like, I would listen to the radio before I watched TV. Okay, wow. Yeah. I was that girl. I was a latecomer to loving radio. Like really? I, we have it on in the car. Yeah, I caught it early on. Okay, that I mean that's awesome. I didn't want to start talking on radio until I was already in college. I did. Yeah, I caught it really early. Okay, so when was your first experience actually being on air? Um, back in let me see. I don't want to tell my age. Let's see. Um, back in like 2011, 12. I was an intern over in Jackson, Mississippi at a hip-hop radio station. And so I kind of just, I was writing for the newspaper. And um, I saw the radio crew out at a remote. And I'm like, dude, that's what I want to do. So I walked up to them. And I'm like, hey, I want to be all intern. It's like, yeah, you know, whatever. 
So I ended up popping up at the station. Long story short, um, I started off doing entertainment news. Like, you know, the little side chick on the side. Yeah. Chime in every now and then with entertainment news. And yeah, that was my first experience um, talking to like thousands of people. And I loved it. I loved it. Now, was it ever really nerve wracking for you? Like, yeah. With the butterflies. It know? was. I still get nervous today. Really? I'm a little nervous right now. I hope you're. No, don't be nervous. It's just you and I talking. I am. With all these mics in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> We're just hanging out. Yeah, I'm a little nervous right now, but no, I um I think I get the usual butterflies that normal yeah. person would get, but I'm very talkative. I'm a people's person, so it's it's not you know it goes away. Well, and I don't really get butterflies anymore, but I worry about that because if I get too comfortable in the seat behind a mic, I worry I'm going to start saying I was stuff. Just about I should say, say anything, right? And you know, this show is built. The show I'm trying to build is about like you know private conversations in public as much as possible. Mm -hmm. so some things you have to stay private, but yeah, it's a matter of like okay, you know, just. Put yourself out there. Be vulnerable. Be who you are. Yeah. And, and people usually will resonate with that. Yeah. Do you, so, but do you like playing it safe though? Like, no, I don't play. It I safe. know you don't like it. No, I, I, <laughs> I push the envelope on occasion. I know. I mean, actually, the thing that makes me most nervous is like the first time I talk to folks, like yourself. Yeah. Like when I bring folks in, it's yeah. like a. When you, you're first getting to know each other and have a, a real mm -hmm. conversation, it's like, who knows where this is going to go? Yeah. And I'm, I'm the same way. A lot of people people don't know until they get to talking to me and they, you know, because I'm pretty quiet. I'm actually quiet. Yeah. Um, but when you start talking to me and we become friends and stuff like that, they're like, this girl <laughs> will say anything. She won't shut up now. I, man, I say anything. Oh, my. You know? I'm shy as well. You see me. I'm going to hide, Diamond. That's the yeah, most yeah. I'm Are you an introvert? Oh, very me much too. so. Yeah. I'm, yeah. What's the, the Myers-Briggs test? It's uh, INFP is mine. I never heard about that. It's like introverted is the first. It's either I or E. Mm -hmm. I think N is intuition. Uh, mm -hmm. And then it's F or T, which is feeling or thinking. And then it's P or J, which is perception or judgment. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm introverted. Mm -hmm. I like to find knowledge in, in intuitive way. Like I, when the way I write, the way I do shows, I don't plan everything out. I just kind of go with the feeling. I do. You see the notebook? I, yeah, you brought notes. Oh my goodness! Let me just flash it. I know you guys can't see it, but this is just notes. No, of what kind of notes do you have? Stupid stuff. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. I gotta like. I'm the type. Like I have to remind myself to, like, wash my car. I write it down. See, I don't write anything. It's all up here in the head. I gotta write it down, or I'm gonna forget. Yeah. See, I I don't know. I try to train myself to where it's like I'm remembering. I'm remembering. I'm remembering. Now I want to get a basis because a big deal for me is music. Okay. I love music. I've talked a lot about it for folks who've listened. Jimmy Page playing guitar for Led Zeppelin was my first, like, I want to do that. I want to be able to do that. And mm -hmm. then met a guy on a cruise who was playing uh, Purple Rain. And I saw, like, this whole couch of people we didn't even know start singing along. Like, who's this Prince yeah, guy? Yeah, man. Prince will bring you together. And then I became this super fan. I felt like on the outs. Like, it wasn't that popular around here. <laughs> but, um, and I have I've branched out in all sorts of different directions. But for you, what are your, like, earliest music memories? Like, what did you go, oh... Mm, well, you know, Atlanta is like the hub of like hip hop pretty yeah. much at this point. Um, so I grew up, um, 
I remember being two, three, and four, and uh, my mom, she would throw us little birthday parties. Uh, me and my sister were seven years apart, so. Yeah. Um, but she would throw us birthday parties, and um, who's the guy? Kilo Ali, Ali, you're familiar? Not really. Oh, what is that? No, song? you gotta you gotta teach me. I a gotta lot teach of you. Stuff, I gotta yeah. teach you. It's a lot. Um, the early early nineties. Um, what's the guy's name from London? The rapper, childhood, oh. childhood. Oh Jesus, what is it? <laughs> the guy from Once Upon a Time, not long ago. Something, something. Childhood story. What's that guy? Okay. Jeez, uh, we'll, we'll think of it. I can look. He's it from up. London. Childhood stories, the name. Of the I song? think it's childhood something, but he's a rapper from London. It's on the, and you know the song when you hear it. Is it Slick Rick. Slick Rick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Slick Rick. So it's like the the early '90s hip hop rap. That's what I grew up on. So it kind of over time transitioned into the trap music. What is now, yeah. you know, your, you know, Two Chains, your Future, people like that. So, yeah, I'm that girl. I mean, my only real brush with hip-hop is I used to be, in the end of high school, mm-hmm. I was a DJ for a skating center called Fun Zone okay. that was blown down by a tornado. But oh, wow. I would play a lot of the music you need in a skating center yeah. and a skating rink. And that was around the time, what was it? It was like Usher and Lil Jon, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was that era. I know exactly where I was when that song came out. Where? Um, I did a talent show. <laughs> and I, I danced to that song. You danced to it? Yeah. Like interpretive dance or you just dance? I, I'm a dancer too, man. Wait, you're, so, you're an artist, a graphic artist, you're a dancer? Yeah, I draw, I can dance. I can't sing. Can't sing? No, but I, yeah, that's what I grew up. I grew up, I went to a performing arts high school. So okay. all of those things were brought out of me. So Okay, they encouraged it. I, I went to... Yeah. Like, Catholic here in Montgomery. 12 years of Catholic school, so there's a lot of repression and guilt. (laughs) Am I allowed to do that? (laughs) But no, they encouraged me, and I actually, I was big when I was a kid into, we did these lip-syncing competitions, Mm -hmm. and like, uh, one year was, oh, and I loathe this now. It was like a 50-song, like, leader of the pack. And it was like, a, you know, I was one of the greasers, slick back hair on a stupid oh. bicycle. And then, and really, when we were young, the parents ran those shows. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they did the choreography and all that. And then the next year was uh, Lion Sleeps Tonight. Mm. And the year after that, I think it was like 7th or 8th grade, they... Uh, they were going to do Robin Hood Men in Tights. And I'm like, I'm tired of joining this group. I mean, I don't have any... I'll wear tights if you want me to wear tights. I, that's not my problem. But I'm going to do something on my own. Yeah. So I practiced in front of the bathroom mirror. I signed up for lip sync. And I didn't tell anybody but the organizers what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell my parents. didn't tell any of my friends. Just practiced in front of the mirror. Well. And the song was Etta James at Last. It was because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had finally, wow. at last, won wow. the Super Bowl. Wow, creative. Yeah, so I came I like out with that. my work done jersey and the big newspaper headline that they had won. I kind of led into it. That's funny. But I was like, I gotta sing Etta. That's a great song. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I am, uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed by how little I know about hip hop. Like, I'll if somebody plays something, uh-huh. I'll know it, but I don't know so the history. What of What is people. the most like hip hop song that you? know of like currently not currently yeah oh well currently i did have somebody tell me to check out jay-z's new album 
Okay. So I, heard, I listened to that and I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, like the sample he does. What is he? Is it just four 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 or four forty four? I was gonna say triple four. I guess four four four. Triple four, whatever. whatever yeah. But that the song itself off that album. Oh, album, I like it. That sample is incredible. Who is that sample? I'm not certain, but it, like you can look um, it up. Uh, let me see. I know where it's from, but I can't think of the name. But I've heard it before, and I know it's a sample. A really good one. Uh, it's Hannah Williams and the Affirmations. Okay. I don't know. There's this great site because I'm about to... I used to make music. That was when my friends played video games. Yeah. I would do the, like, make my own one-man band kind of music stuff. And I'm going to get back into it because I've been collecting all this vinyl. And I found this great site called Who Sampled. Mm-hmm. And it shows, like, who sampled what. So here's what was actually Why sampled. Why do I find it so hard? Damn. Ooh. To love you When I know in my heart That I want to I've been messing around Apparently, when you're out The album is Late Nights and Heartbreak. Why do I, I love keep it. on running I love it. I think this is what's sampled. Yeah. 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 I'm a part-time lover. But so that's like the latest. I think... I like it. The only... Like the last hip-hop album I bought... Like, and now we stream music, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I actually bought the physical CD. was, mm-hmm. oh, Outcast Idlewild. I like, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, I like I like that one. But I like, I lean towards, like, Andre's, like, life is a musical. and that's Yeah, you know, fun. Andre is more of the, uh, what I like to call the soul trap. Okay. Half of the group, whereas Big Boy is the more so, the southern rap. You know, um, well, maybe it says something about me, but off that album, what's the song? I, I want to get into you. What? What is Don't that one? I want no girlfriend. Just want to get into you. I, I like the production it's... off it. Yeah. And I mean, I, yeah, that's on Idlewild. That's it's just, I think it's called Into You. Okay. I know that one. And I like the latest i was cheering and rooting for it at the grammys mm-hmm. i wanted album of the year to be awaken my love childish gambino i love childish gambino on that album in particular i'm a big funk fan so yeah. that it being a throwback to all that music like somebody in 2016 made this music so you know both of them are straight from atlanta so yeah. you like atlanta music i would probably love atlanta yeah 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 you probably have to go to like a live concert out there one day Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you still stay in Atlanta mostly, right? I do, yeah. You're doing a commute (laughs) every week? I hate explaining it because people are like, I don't know, people don't, they're like, why are you doing that? (laughs) It's a lot of driving. Why? But yeah, I do travel um, back and forth from Atlanta to here in Montgomery a couple, couple, three times a week. Um, You know, following my passion. That's simply what it is. Well, and... You have set up, and I, I kind of want the story now of how you hooked up with Jams and Fresh. Like, mm, how that... That's a good story. How did, how did that end up? How did you end up in Montgomery? 
Okay. So, um, you know, I've been pursuing this radio career for a couple years. Um, and this was pretty much my break. I, I identified as my break. Um, Freshy had a contest. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, I talked to Deanna. Yeah, yeah, he had a contest um, back in July, and he was recruiting people like, hey, you know, if you want to be on the radio, you know, I'm looking for jocks. And so I answered the contest, and I'm like, what? what is this? You know, I'm not going to enter a contest. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to enter a contest. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm too good. Like, I'm not going to enter a contest. Oh, what? Love that. Yeah, yeah contest. What? So, it, it was for the night position. Um, Deant ended up winning it, you know. But I walked away with it with, um, you know, I'm just like, wow, I got to showcase my talent. And um, this was in August. We did it. Um, I rode back to Atlanta. And, um... I came back, well, because he called me one day, and he's like, hey, yo, Diamond, you know how he talks? He's like, hey, yo, Diamond, yeah. uh, we got to talk. I'm heading to Atlanta. And I'm like, cool. So I jump up. I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, he needs me. What's going on? And so he basically tells me, you know, a slot open for midday, and um, I really like your work and what you did back in the contest a month ago. And I need you, pretty much. Nice. And so I was just like, wow. And he was like, I don't know how it's going to work with you being in Atlanta. I know you probably can't move right now. Um, And, of course, I can't move. Um, But, yeah, I'm making it work. So he called me a month later, and he offered me a job. So I was just like, I got to make it work. Awesome. You know, on radio, you have to, once you get opportunity, you got to. You got to push through it. You got to do it. Oh, you, so. you have to seize the opportunity. Yeah. So, like this show started as an hour on Saturday. I love it. Now Already. it's Monday through Friday. I love it. And we're just hanging out. Yeah. You're a little less nervous now? We're just chatting? I am. Okay. I didn't even need a shot. No. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want me to do a shot. Last time I took a shot, I actually like blacked out. I don't like... Just one? Just one. That's what, what was it? freaked me out. It was Jameson. It was a whiskey. One, and usually, I used to put it down. Somebody mm. actually posted an old photo of me <laughs> on Instagram that was like from four years ago. I am plastered in that photo. What? Like the big cheeks red. And wow. Like my eyes don't look alive really. And wow, that's crazy. Yeah, like I don't do that anymore. Kind of, I don't yeah. know. I was I, straight I, away from it. I've become a homebody too, like a hermit. Like I am. Yeah, it's yeah. it just seems like a, a waste of time and money half the time when I if, if it's like a true mm-hmm. event and somebody I want to go see or you know friends in town I'll do that. But if it's uh, just random Friday night, I'm gonna miss something if I don't go out. Yeah, <laughs> I only go out occasionally. Like the only time you see me going out here is if it's related to us having to go out with a remote or yeah. you know the club for an artist or something. I'm not just gonna go for nothing. Now, you mentioned earlier you're raised by a single mom. Mm-hmm. And it's a, I know a lot of single moms are a lot here. But yeah. Right? And uh, you are putting on this, uh, I guess it's a brunch or it's a panel? Yeah, it's a networking brunch. Um, I ha- it's actually my company, um, but it's nonprofit based. So I have two, kind of like two divided sides of it. Um, it's called Women on Air. And um, it's it derived from me not having. Um, support or knowing where to go with this whole radio business. Yeah. Um, you know, I went to school for broadcast journalism. Um, but this whole time, I never had somebody I could just call or text or email like, hey, what do I do? How, what is an air check? You know, how, how do I do this? How should I approach uh, a potential employer? 
So I created it about a year and a half of go, uh, a year and a half ago. Um, and it's basically a networking space for women who want to pursue this industry. Nice. And um, it's fun. You know, it's for women all over. It's not just for women who are in front of the camera or on the radio. It's for production, programming, engineering, yeah. you know, newspaper. So, um, yeah, we're doing, I'm working on a networking brunch here. So That's coming up. Ooh. March the 24th. It's on a Saturday. It's going to be at the um, Irish Bread Pub and Restaurant. Yeah. So, downtown. It's a nice little space. It's going to be on the third floor. So, we're going to have um, drinks and food and cupcakes and nice. a DJ, too. DJ Smooth K. He's okay. going right. to be there. So Nice. See, yeah. I... It's crazy, like, people go to school for a given... Now, I went to school mm -hmm. for politics, and I already hated politics by the time I got out. Um, or I was at least a little cynical in that regard. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you put yourself out there, and you, you try, and you figure it out. But mm -hmm. that's amazing to me that you go to school for that, and yet there's not... And you still don't know what to do when you right. get out. Absolutely. Like, what have we been paying all this money for? Absolutely. You know, now, granted... Certain things I've learned um, in college, it teached me, teached me, <laughs> it taught me like how to kind of jump off a cliff, kind of like, eh. right. you know, I went to Georgia State and so it's a really good journalism program and they really teach you how to network and use your resources while you're here. Use your, your fellow students. These are your peers. These are your future you know, co-workers. Right. So I just took, you know, that talent of mine, because I do consider networking to be a talent, um, and I took it and I, I'm trying to, you know, build something great. So, yeah, definitely a lot of stuff you don't learn in college. No, so. and you're ahead of me. I am <laughs> I mean, I've been incredibly shy most of my life. Radio's maybe coming on my show a it, little that's bit. That's so hard to believe. Oh. You're quiet when yeah. I see you, but you don't come off as shy. Like I've usually you know. been shy. The only exception to that is if I was on a stage or you put a microphone in front of me. Yeah. Then I would, I'd feel at home weirdly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I, like, even now, if I go out to the bar or go out to, like, just a dinner party or a cocktail party, whatever, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. So you get, so then, so how do you get numbers, Joey? What's going on I with you? I don't get numbers. <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing anything. I can be your wing life. lady. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we can I go down help. to a bar or something. I could be your wing lady. See, but then I, I feel like it's going to look bad for you. How? Because I just, I find a way, you're underestimating my ability to repel women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not questioning you. No, I'm the problem. But this is the thing, though. It's not like I'm going to be attached to your hip. True. It's just going to be, I'm kind of going to be over there doing my thing. And if you need, you know, help or assistance, you know, because some women, when they're approached by men, they're kind of more receptive to another woman being around because she's comfortable. Right. Now you can just wave and like, you know, we can create a little signal, like, Diamond, come over, and I'll come over, like, hey, girl, you know, how you doing? Like, hey, yeah, Joey, how you doing? Okay. You know, that way you just, you know, boom. See, but you even boom, just... Boom, and now you're back at home. But you're you even, like, describing <laughs> that is making me nervous. Why? I have the worst social anxiety. I'm terrible at approaching somebody, like, for the first time. We gotta get you right. I think we, we can work on We gotta get you that. right. We can work on that. Yeah. It's just, I, and I've... I haven't given up, but I, yeah. um, 
I'm just comfortable. You know, I would say this, you know, even though you can't see Joey, Joey is a nice looking man. We'll keep so going. he could get, you know, <laughs> keep talking. he he honestly could get, you could get numbers easily. I'm telling you that right now. See, but then this is how my mind works. I go, okay, I've got numbers. Now, if I like call that number, immediately yeah. my mind goes, oh, the first date goes wonderful. Okay. And then the second and third date, and maybe we're actually hooking up, and it's amazing. We're having a wonderful time. <laughs> then my life flashes in front of my eyes. <laughs> And what? it's like, okay, we had 10 years of a wonderful marriage, <laughs> but now we're divorced and what? I'm back in the same... No. I'm crazy, Diamond. No, don't don't think like that. I'm crazy. Mm-mm, don't think like that. I am, have problems with commitment because I'm too committed to commitment. What? And I swear that's not BS. What in the world? No, it's like when I commit to something... I really commit to it. Like, but you can't overthink it, though. That's my issue. You I can't overthink, overthink it. it. You know, um, you know, we're definitely, you know, we're pretty close in age. Yeah. Don't overthink it. You're just kind of having fun. It's, I feel like as long as you're, you know, when you're social with people, you're meeting new people, you're just, that's, that's all it is. That's it. You don't right. have to think about taking somebody home or marrying somebody or, man... On my end, guys are a distraction at this point. Really? Yeah. Every single guy that has contacted me or has tried to talk to me or something, he's distracted me in the first five minutes. I don't like that. Well, okay. I don't want you to call anybody out. But have you received any, like, hysterical or creepy or weird, any sort of, like, messages or uh, come-ons that you're, like... What like strangers or people I know? Either. Anything weird to do to say. Yes. Oh my god, I gotta tell you. I won't say his name. Good. Um the guy was just crazy. He can't like he was emotionally like what do you call it? Like he tries to inflict his emotions on me. Oh, projecting it on you? Yeah, like yeah, I said inflicts, right? Was it anyways. Um, yeah, so he would come to me with like this crazy situation. Like he last time he came to me, um, he's like, "Yeah, I have to move out of the state, and I have to go. You know, here I got stuff going on. Da da da. Like, you know, my life isn't what it is, what it's supposed to be. And so me being the, I'm a cancer, so I'm like a baby. I'm sensitive. So I'm like, mm. "What's going on? Tell me what's wrong." The next morning, he's like, "Oh, I'm staying." Like what? You literally just made my blood pressure go up for nothing. So you had this huge freak out. This, hu- over- this huge freak out. I think kind of he wanted me to. He wanted to see how I re- react. Oh. Because I, I like I'm the type like he he's an ex. So once I'm done with you, I'm done, and I will tell you I'm done. So it's I think it, I think that was one of the things he was trying to kind of roll me back in. Oh. So I'm like, dude, like you're emotionally imbalanced. Well, okay, so she's already dropped me. She doesn't like. There's something that wasn't right. So let's see if I could tug at her heartstrings. Because he knows yeah. I'm that. That's me. You can tug mm-hmm. at my heartstrings. Okay. You know. So you know, but I blocked him. So that's done. You know. Whatever. Oh, well, that is an incredible feature. <laughs> Block, you're gone. Well, and uh, it's just a weird, wacky world in that regard. And I really am like a, I'm an idiot. I'm a straight up idiot. <laughs> like, I, I can be, I don't know, I can do a radio show. Yeah. Um, what's, no, you know, I told you, I'm a big Prince fan. Enough to where I can quote songs. Okay. So like, I get delirious whenever you're near. Lose all self-control, baby. Just can't steer. Wheels <laughs> get locked in place. A stupid look on my face. Yeah. 
when it comes to making a pass, I just can't win the race. I'm delirious. I really am, like, in any situation. I get weird, neurotic, delirious, and I just don't want that on your record if you're going to try to be my wing woman. Not going to happen. I'm too cool for that. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. Well, we got to hit a quick break here, Diamond. All right. And come back. Uh, you know, keep talking about this. Maybe Valentine's Day. I think people put too much pressure on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Way too much. Like, why this particular day? Yeah. Like, I get Christmas, that's Jesus' birthday, or it was like a winter solstice or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, there are certain things. I don't know about Valentine's Day. Oh, I have so much to say about Valentine's Day. Okay, well, we'll be right back. <laughs> Again, song I was listening to this morning, unreleased. Well, now it's out. Train. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Diamond Tyler. Hello. Now, y'all play this on jams? Um, I'm pretty sure we did. Did? Yeah. Okay. It's This is an older song, but right. love it. It was, uh, like I was telling you before we started the show, my roommate, Andrew, he picks up all this stuff. Yeah. And so he's been playing this at the house. This is actually my mom's favorite song to this day. I like this song a lot. I love the video, too. Bro James, yeah. Like how chill the video is. They did in that black and white Mm -hmm. with a blunt and all something. Like, oh, that Mm -hmm. sounds awesome. Yeah, it's nice. It's nicely done. And I'm a sucker for falsetto. I was just telling you that often. Yeah. I told you you gotta listen to that song. I told you about when you get home. Now, you're single. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, and I Valentine's am. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Oh, yes. So I'm just, those are two facts. My heart is like not red. What color is your heart? Is it purple? It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of purple, but it's all good. Well, because you were just saying that guys are now just a distraction they for are. you. Mm-hmm. And, and then they'll, they'll know what I have going on because I, you know, I usually don't tell people what I do because I feel like it'll attract the wrong type of guy. Because mm. um, I've experienced that before. What do you mean by the wrong type of um, I've attracted guys who just think it's cool. Like, ooh, I'm dating Diamond. Oh, she's on the radio. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm single by choice. Good. So. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel I have met people who feel like they always have to be in a relationship. I used to be that girl. What changed you then? Just dealing with, like, BS. Uh, Every single time. Too much drama. Too much drama. Oh, I, I got stories for days. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, um, just dealing with too much drama too much drama and, you know, just being lied to to your face over and over again. And you know in your head your head it's a lie. Right. You know, it really it's really true that people have to get over stuff on their own. And actually it wasn't until um, 2017, last year, that I was just like, Diamond, you know what? I'm making the choice to be 
by myself. It's okay. Learn yourself. You know, know what you like and know what you are not willing to put up with. Yeah. So I've been loving it so far. What's a play? Well, I've mostly been alone my own life. And really? it's. And, you know, I'll get into moments where I'm like, I'm so lonely. Yeah, and, me too. And yeah. then the other, the, the more physical passion part comes up. I don't even know yeah. if I can say the word on air. <laughs> uh, but I've hit this, I'm 29 now. Mm-hmm. And I, I hit this point where it's like, I I feel fine, like, being by myself. Mm-hmm. And There's I, nothing wrong with it. And I saw somebody post something about introverts that it's not like, oh, you're not good enough compared to another person. Mm-hmm. It's like... You're competing with my alone time. My alone time is very special to me. <laughs> yeah. And so if I'm, if you can't get me out of my room or out of my house to mm-hmm. go just have a simple dinner, like, it's probably not going to work. No. I'm the same way. I Google stuff on introverts, too. Yeah. So that's funny. So now I learned a lot by myself. I, I read something that said that, you know, introverts don't dislike people. Right. But, you know... We're, what's, I guess, for lack of better words, we're picky Mm. on who we allow in our personal space because we're thinkers, right? you know, and I'm constantly in my head all day, every day. You know, if I'm quiet, it's not because I don't want to talk to you. It's just, I like my, my inside space. You know what I mean? So, well, then when you're downstairs in the studio, I'm I'm in my own studio and we're just not talking, then we're cool. (laughs) That's both what we want. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, I was actually, especially because tomorrow's Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. and some people beat themselves up over, I don't have a Valentine, or I'm not in a relationship, or if you're in a relationship, it's like, well, I've got to do this big romantic gesture. Or or then you're at the age where you're like, my wife will like uh, if I clean the house. I'll just get her some flowers and be done. Right. Right. Exactly. But I was, um, one guy I follow, he's an ancient Greek, uh, Epicurus. Okay. And he talked about how, in his philosophy, the point of life, to be happy, for lack of a better word, I think their word was ataraxia, um, uh-huh. was tranquility of the mind and relaxation of the body. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he warned against is, uh, is that overt kind of what we might call love today what some people might have called a more a few centuries ago he and the greek called sexual passion or the, mm-hmm. the crazy love affair so beware of that stuff because it will it will leave you miserable even when you satisfy it you still want more it's never enough it can go where it's like all consuming. That is true. And how did this ancient Greek guy from two thousand years ago know this? That's true. Because I can tell you right now, if I got flowers and a card and candy and all this stuff and all this nice stuff, and I enjoy, you know, my Valentine's Day, if I had one, I would still want more the next day. So it's just kind of like, you know, people definitely hype it up. I think that. Um, I don't know. There's a there there's a day for everybody, you know. I'm not one to. Then again, I haven't had a Valentine day Valentine's in a couple years. So. Wow. Yeah. I, mean, I guess you're missing out. I've never You uh, think we're missing out? Maybe. But I like I said at the last break, I think it's the day is overhyped. Like mm-hmm. it, it's got to happen on For me, I and I'm also weird about like gifts. Like, mm-hmm. on Christmas time, birthdays, yeah, I'll give the gift, but I've, it feels like an obligation, like a duty. Yeah. I like to give people gifts unexpectedly. Okay. Like, out of nowhere. So, right. I like to give Valentine's Day unexpectedly. 
Right. So that's why some people, you know, they say, you know, Valentine's Day is not a big deal. They, you know, kind of do it throughout the year for their loved ones. Plus, you're so. not paying for some overpriced dinner. or. Oh, yeah. You know, those prices skyrocket. Right. I did a I did a, a paper on that one year. Those prices go up. Well, demand goes up. You got to make that. your money. All of it. Okay. Now, one thing I hope that's not overhyped. <laughs> that's, I guess, what we call a segue. Is this movie coming out Thursday? Uh, Black I'm Panther. Mm-hmm. You're pumped for it? Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Are we going to go see it? Yeah, well, I have kind of a a dude date with the guys on Mondays. <laughs> Troy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like we go back being best friends since like sixth, seventh grade. Oh, really? So we, when there's a movie coming out, we go see it on Sunday. Oh, man. Can I like third will it? Yeah, you're welcome to. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that was easy. I'm pumped to go see it because um, I'm a big Marvel cinema MCU yeah. fan. And then I started reading reviews and seeing what's happening. Because mm-hmm. I loved uh, Chadwick Boseman. I haven't seen Jackie Robinson. I did see Get On Up. He mm-hmm. was amazing in Get On Up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's almost James Brown exactly. It's not quite James Brown. Go watch the Tammy Awards in 64. <laughs> First time James is on television. That's James Brown. Yeah. But Chadwick did a pretty good job emulating him. Uh, mm-hmm. But... When I saw the first introduction of the Black Panther character in Captain America Civil War, I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, Yeah. And then, of course, the movie, um, it's set in, I guess, a future, well, it's not even futuristic. Aliens crashed in this one part of Africa. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on the trailer. And it's like Wakanda. It's a very closed off, secret, almost country in Africa. Mm -hmm. They're the most advanced in the world. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like the argument in the movie, within the plot, is going to be, do we open ourselves up to the world yeah. and like help people in need, or do we close ourselves off because if the wrong people get our technology and our capabilities, mm. it could be a nightmare. I think it's a really good debate, and I've already seen, and because I am in the political world, mm-hmm. left, right, libertarian, whatever, people mm-hmm. already starting to... They have their narrative. How can we make Black Panther fit into our narrative right. politically? I'm just going to see this movie like I would go see any other Marvel movie. Me too, yeah. I, I wasn't thinking about all that. Yeah. Is, is it action? It's action, right? It should be action, but it. I think it should also should be... Like some, a hidden, hidden message? Yeah, it's going to be some deeper messages. Okay. Like with politics and family. Okay. And, um, I mean, I read a New York Times piece saying how awesome it is that now you're going to see... Uh, little kids want to dress up like Black Panther and of course this means parents and the kids get to talk about the reality of race and yeah I know a lot of people that I follow you know from what I've seen they're excited about it because you know it is Black History Month so they're tying it into that so it's pretty cool to see you know my people really excited about this you know I'm excited to see it yeah I think theaters are going to be packed out I think so so wait when does it come uh I Thursday? think there's a showing Thursday at 7 and then 10.30. Like, I actually looked this up okay. on that point. I can't... I'm going to go to that. I'm not going to wait yeah. till it comes. Don't wait till Sunday. Yeah. You don't want to go to, with, like, two weird-looking honkies. Like, I mean, uh, come yeah. On. <laughs> come on. No, go see Black Panther <laughs> Thursday night. Uh, I wish I could, but I'll be working, really. Yeah. And... Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll be talking about it on Monday with Troy, the guy I'm going to see it with. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, excited I, to see. I told you off air, my one worry, 
uh, because this happened with like the movie that was the biggest opening super movie, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. And the first folks who saw it at the premiere were like, this is the greatest superhero movie ever. And Batman v Superman was not that great. It was poorly put together. I'll put it that so way. So you're just hoping that it's living up to the hype. Exactly. Whenever mm-hmm. I see something get a lot of hype, I hope it lives up to it. Well, the young, the 17-year-old girl who just won the gold medal for, um, what is it, the big pipe, the snowboarding, and she's doing, like, all the tricks. And, okay. Um, she was apparently, like, huge hype that she's, like, the new female Sean White. And, yeah. Um, cute little, I guess, Southern California is, actually has Korean heritage. He looked Korean. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm. And, uh, and she lived up to the hype. She actually... Um, had the gold locked in before last run, and then oh. topped her best run, got like a 98 out oh, of 100. Oh, wow. And it was remarkable. So when you do live up to the hype, I love it. Uh, yeah. And I'm hoping, I'm expecting Black Panther. Well, don't that. overthink it. You know, you got to go in there That's with an problem. open mind. That's my problem. You know, when you go on your due date, y'all go in there with an open mind. My due date? Your due date. Dude date. Yeah. I, thought, I talk fast. Or Troy and I are going to have a baby now is what I initially yeah, You're going to go having a baby. You're going to go in there holding hands yeah, to see, gotta, Mar- see the, you know, Black Panther. We found this know, wonderful surrogate mother. And, and I'm just going to come and swoop in and be yeah, the third will. Exactly. Yeah. So, but don't overthink it, though. Just enjoy the movie. Okay. Are you cold or something? Folks um, who can't see, she's got a blanket wrapped around I am icy. Icy cold? I am icy cold. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? It's, it's random, but my um, doctors told me I had the iron level of a four-year-old child. What's going on? Right. You're not eating enough meat? Yeah. They said I need more red meat. Yeah. That's what they said. Well, cook so, a steak. I'm, I you try. don't like steak? I'm a chicken, fish, and shrimp person, Okay. so I do have to put more steak in there. Now, I could eat seafood every day. Mm, me too. It's so good. <laughs> and really, I, I was just telling Greg this before uh, earlier today, that I need to start watching what I eat. It's not like a looks thing. I've been doing this yoga thing. It works. Mm-hmm. It's working real well. Oh, wow. um, but I still eat like a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to balance it out because it, it will be no point in you doing the yoga. Well, no, but it's working. I've lost a lot of weight. And... But you got to think about your insides. Exactly. See? You're right. I'm yeah. worried about the heart. Yeah, you got to like, worry about your insides. You've eaten too many bacon cheddar fries. <laughs> that sounds really good. Uh, um, you've, like, well, I, had, I was given a nickname in college, Sauce. I would put ranch on everything. Me too. It's so good. You know what's the best thing? Hmm. If I get like a 10-piece chicken wing yeah. and I get hot sauce and ranch and I mix it up. No, you're speaking so my language. My oh, goodness. my inner fat girl's coming out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a fat girl. In ever, there. Were you ever that way? No, were I've always been. Actually, um... By your own standards, too. That's what no, I mean. I've a... My mom is like... Well, sorry, mom, but my mom is as big as a toothpick. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom, but um, she's like a, one of those little little cute old ladies. But oh, dang, I did it again. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's a little lady, and um, I've always been skinny. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm on the tall side. I'm not sure. You, you think you think I'm kind of tall? Yeah. Yeah, about five, six and a half, something like that. It's fairly tall. Yeah, but thanks, Joey. Jeez. 
<laughs> I mean, you're not some Amazon, like, it's, it's not like Mount Diamond over yeah, here. Yeah, but、know. I've never been, you know, heavier than what I am now. So,、okay. nice. yeah. Nice. You know, I, as I started radio, and I hope you don't run into this, if you sit all day, which、mm-hmm. I'm up here sitting like for six, seven hours,、mm-hmm. and I would eat how I did and not work out, I did start to get a little chubby. Yeah. Well, and it all goes to my face and my gut. Really? Yeah, so my baby face looks even more like a baby. You do have a baby face.、Yeah. You do. But I've been trying to get rid of this belly fat. Oh, okay. Nobody seems to see it but me, but I have it.、Oh, okay. And so I've been drinking water for the past couple weeks. And it helps. Okay. Yeah, just, it, you know, flattens, flattens you out a little bit. So, do you do any exercise of any type? No. Okay.、Mm-mm. You should try yoga. It's awesome. I should. I'm lazy. Well, I, I can. I, I, just had a, I just had a come to Jesus moment with myself.、Mm-hmm. I'm lazy. Wait, that just happened now? <laughs> yes, like right now. Wow. Revelation on the Jelly Park Radio.、Huh? <laughs> uh, so, so you're going to be my wing woman? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now we got to find the time for me to go out. Well, when you and Troy go、mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, but we go to the movie. You're not going to pick somebody up. But y'all、movie. are going to go, y'all go to like bars and stuff, right? No. No? no. Okay, well, we'll talk about it. We're going to find a day. Okay. Actually, Saturday,、mm-hmm. let's think about it. I'm, I'm doing a remote and I'm free after. So、okay. let's think about it. All right.、Mm-hmm. Well, if, okay, you press me on it. You're going to have to hound me on it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. It'll be I'll, fun. I'll do my thing Saturday and then I'll put my feet up and, you know, maybe. And I'll be like, no, I don't want to leave the house. <laughs> no, we're going we to work on it. Okay.、Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah, we're going to work on it. It's been a while. And because I, in, in all seriousness, because I had all that anxiety before, I would drink too much. Okay. And no, that's sloppy. It's not attractive. So, like, anxiety for like, social? Social anxiety.、Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't get panic attacks. I'm not. Oh,、no, yeah, but. But, like, yeah, I get major social anxiety. Wow. That's why I can really only talk to folks like up here in my studio. Well, just imagine, you know, like say you're in a, we're in a bar setting or wherever we are. You know, imagine that, you know, you're just chitting chatting with a guest. Right. Or something. But don't like interview them, you know. Oh, that's a little too much. But you, yeah, it's, it's too much because, you know, me, I never want to feel interviewed. I don't want to feel like you're picking my brain.、Mm. That's another introvert thing. Right. Like, you don't want anybody to feel like, you don't want to feel like somebody's picking your brain. We don't like small talk, right? Right, right. I hate it.、Right. Oh, what you doing? How's the weather? I hate that. So, you don't want somebody to like pull secrets out of you. You want to reveal let the secrets. Let me be comfortable. Let me get comfortable and let, let us talk about it. But don't keep asking me questions. I feel like this is something we should have gone over before we started the <laughs> No, it's different. It's different. Okay. Yeah.、No. Well,. We only have like a minute and a half left. Okay, so then what happens now? Well, I play the song. Okay. I say that also, women on air, you have your brunch. Women on air, follow it on、um, you know, all social media. Or actually, no, you can go to womenonair.org. You see all the information there. Womenonair.org. Mm hmm. So you are a dancer, an artist. Yeah. You also are a business owner, founder, nonprofit.、Yeah. And, and you're a jock on jams and. Yeah. All this going on. I'm trying to really maximize. I'm a big believer in maximizing your hustle. You have to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm on that big kick too. For me, it's more facing 
your suffering and your struggles. Right. Like, what are you scared of? And I'm scared as hell to go out and just talk to people. We're going to work on it, Joey. Well. Watch. Y'all going to see pictures. We're going to be talking about it. Well, you might be the unstoppable force, but I'm the immovable object, all right? <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Thank you for joining me tonight, Diamond. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'll be back, right? Uh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, folks, thank you for listening. Tomorrow night on Valentine's Day, Jack Campbell. Oh, it's going to be fun. But until then, I'll talk to y'all later. With your permission. Joey Clark. Tonight.